There are three necessary habits that everyone who wants to be intentional about time management needs to employ. The three habits are one, deleting. Deleting means saying no. Okay. Two, doing. Doing means doing. <laughs> You're going to do the thing that you need to do. And the third is delegation. Uh, putting off that task or project into a time when you have the right energy or it's a good time to be maximally effective in that thing. Welcome to the GrowAbility Podcast, your home for leadership, management, and marketing education, where we teach business and nonprofit leaders how to flourish in life and work. Today's episode is the conclusion of our two-part series about time management. In this session, we will learn how to delete, do, and delegate. Here are your hosts, Joshua McLeod and Bernie Anderson. You've had quite a couple of weeks, Joshua. You've got a newborn, so congratulations. We have a new baby. Baby Matthew arrived, and he arrived early. And because he arrived early, we had lots of time in the NICU, 14 different nurses, three different doctors, 12 days of crazy and lots of running around. But at the end, the end of the story is everything is well, and baby so is good. home, and life is good. Sarah is actually getting zero sleep. I'm getting like more sleep than she is. But it's like, how in the world do people have children? Like, this is crazy. <laughs> It's like every three hours, you got to feed this kid. You're up in the middle of the night. That's why know. people don't have their kids in their 40s, Joshua. <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> it's like when you're old enough to be your own grandparent. But, but on the other hand, I think you've got a lot more patience. Going through a really big deal being in the, the NICU, yeah. it really does expand your heart. You know, I, we were Sarah and I were praying on the way to the hospital, and we were just like... You know, okay, God, we, we already have eight kids and now we're going to have nine kids. And like, how are we going to have enough love to go around? And so we were just praying that God would expand our heart. And then he gave us this whole ordeal where we were like going through this trial for several weeks, but we came out of that with just real deep and expanded heart for all of our kids and for this baby. And I think when you go through a trial, you'll feel the love, you know? So we can't get enough now of that little beautiful <laughs> child. That's so good. For those who don't know Joshua's family, they're just like an amazing, amazing bunch of folks. But anyway, we're back. Uh, we're super happy to be back. We started what is Growability Foundation number 10, which it has to do with time management. How do you manage your time? Yeah. There are so few people out in the market teaching good time management skills, and there are so few business owners who actually have really good time management skills yeah. that we start to think, well, maybe time management skills are impossible. Maybe there is no such thing as really good time management. Like Maybe there isn't a better way to run my life, and I have to get relegated to... I'm busy. I'm busy. I'm busy. Yeah. How are you? I'm busy. I busy, got a promotion. Right? Now I'm more busy. I yeah. got another promotion. I'm even more busy. In light of that, Joshua, how would you define time management? If I came to you and said, what is time management? How do you define it? I see time management as a proper balance of energy to accomplish things that are valuable. <clears throat> if I don't manage my time well, one of the first indicators is I don't have any energy. When you are managing your time well, you actually have more energy and greater energy to accomplish the things that you want to do or mm -hmm. should do or mm -hmm. are important. When you don't manage your time well, you decrease your energy. 
So that brings, that actually leads me to my next question. And that is this. So uh, at Growability, we talk a lot about rhythm and habits. What are the habits that you see as essential for good time management? Okay. I think, Bernie, there are three necessary habits that everyone who wants to be intentional about time management needs to employ. The three habits are one, deleting. Deleting means saying no. Okay. Two, doing. Doing means doing. <laughs> You're going to do the thing that you need to do. And the third, the third is delegation. Uh, putting off that task or project into a time when you have the right energy or it's the good time to be maximally effective in that thing. So let's start with delete. What does it mean to have the habit of deleting? Sure. So every entrepreneur has a to-do list. This is the list of stuff that's on your brain that's not necessarily on everybody else's brain. It's the responsibilities that you have to take care of. We talk about resource management, operations, teamwork, marketing, goal setting. You've got all these things that are going on. It's your to-do list. Good time managers, people who maximize their capacity as a leader, they have a to-don't list. I love it. A to-don't list is this is the list of stuff that is not valuable enough for me to do. Yeah. And so if you come at me with this thing, I'm not going to do it. Now, a to-don't list is going to differ depending on mm-hmm. who you are as an entrepreneur. Yeah. For me, a to-don't list is social media while I'm clocked in. Oh. It's not valuable for me to surf you know, social media when I you know, should be working with a client or doing something that's going to be valuable. Now, for somebody else, that might be not on their to-don't list. For me, that's on my to-don't list. Confession. Last Thursday, when we all thought like World War III was about to happen, I did one of my two don'ts and my Thursday (laughs) afternoon was shot, like completely shot. Like I realized like maybe like I also was like, we could be going to war. Yeah, well, there's exceptions. You're allowed to check social media when there's a global nuclear threat. (laughs) Yes, I got nothing done last Thursday and had to actually on Friday because I had some mission critical stuff to get done on Friday. I was like, okay, I, I, if the world blows up while I'm doing this, I guess that's what's going to happen, but I will find out about it when my house explodes or whatever, but you know, like, like I have to get this done. And so I I had to turn it off, but yeah, that's right. The two don't list is all of those things that sit on the, this is not important and it's not urgent. That's on a two don't list. Mm -hmm. Somebody sends you an email that says, check out this cat video. It's going to change your life. It's not going to change your life. It's going to be a distraction. Uh, Somebody walks into your office and says, hey, can you create this report for me? Because I just don't want to do it. No, (laughs) you know, I'm not going to create your report. I got my own reports. Like, so things that go on your to to don't list are things that you really just should say no to. Mm -hmm. If it's not connected to your vision, mission, values, if it's not connected to relationships that are important, if it's not connected to something that is reasonable for you to do, then you need to have a to-don't list. This is the Mm -hmm. delete list. Mm -hmm. You will gain like 50% more energy for work if you have a good delete list. Yeah. Saying no is being a good steward of the time that you've been given. If you're going to be effective, you got to say no. You've got to. Those are great tips on doing that. So deleting is the first thing. 
The second thing is doing. What is the habit of doing? Okay, when you think about doing tasks, there's kind of two different types of tasks. And we talked about this last week. You have busy work tasks and you have bulldozer tasks. Mm. Busy work, the most important thing that you can do with busy work is brain dump. Until I have a way of getting everything out of my head and into a system that I can trust, I'm never really going to be fully present. I'm just going to be distracted with whatever stuff is floating around in my head that I should have got out of my head a long time ago. So the first step of doing it is clearing your head. It's a brain dump. It's Mm. getting all the stuff out of your head. Never do a task while you got a a bunch of other tasks floating around in your head. Mm. The second time, the non-busy work task, we call bulldozer tasks. One of the best ways to gain energy and feel good about your day is at the beginning of every day, think about what are three things that I really should get done today. And you could think about this the night before so that your brain is thinking about them and you wake up and you write them down. But really just as I start my day, before I start my day, before I do any business, busy work task, before I even jump into my email or my socials or my calendar or whatever, just write down, hey, What are three things, what are three wins that I can accomplish today? What happens is, is every time you scratch off a win, every time you knock off a win, it gives you energy because you knew it was important. It was in the back of your mind. It was in your psyche like, hey, this is important. You check that thing off and you just feel better. You have more energy. When I go into the do it, the priority for do it is, what are my top three things that I should do today? Yeah. And what I like to do is, hey, I knock out my top three things that I should do before I do my busy work task. These are my top to-dos. So we call it bulldozer time versus busy busy work time because when you're driving a bulldozer, you're not focused on anything else. It's dangerous to drive a bulldozer and like check your social media. So bulldozer time is really effective because you can plow up loads of earth and you can like move this stuff and you can push this over to this side and this side. You know, you really, you accomplish a lot with a bulldozer, but you don't want to be distracted when you drive a bulldozer. Another task that we categorize under bulldozer task is this is something that requires a heavy mental lift. There's a great book called Deep Work. Great book. It takes about 20 minutes to get your brain into a mode where you can maximize your own creativity. Mm -hmm. Deep work is a time of focus that's undistracted where you're doing a heavy mental lift or you're doing a heavy creative lift. Deep work is where you are maximizing your particular excellence to advance your, your cause, your organization, your vision, mission, values. In order to do deep work well, you have to be in the habit of only doing one thing at a time. Part of the problem with busyness and stress is that we're trying to do two or three things at once. I work really hard to try to only do one thing at a time. If I'm planning, I'm going to plan. I'm not going to like plan and try to tick stuff off my to-do list. If I'm ticking stuff off my to-do list, I have a time for that. If I'm having a conversation with somebody, we're having this podcast right now. I don't have any notifications going on. I'm not trying to answer email. Like do one thing at a time when you're doing the doing, (laughs) you know? Yeah, you hit the nail on the head there, Bernie. And when I think about tasks, I think about bowling. So if I have a bowling ball, I got the ball, it's heavy, 
I, I roll it down. If I didn't, if I didn't do my task well, I threw it straight to the gutter, you know, but if I, th- if I did my task well, I throw it down there, I knock off the pins. Multitasking is when you're trying to hold other bowling balls while you're bowling. Yes. Even if you're good at that, (laughs) even if you're good at that, even if I can hold three bowling balls and still bowl well, you're going to be a lot more effective if you're only bowling one ball at a time. Yeah. To do time is sequential monotasking, doing one thing. Your to do task is either going to be uh, busy work. You know, I'm dumping my brain. I'm putting stuff on my planner. I'm going to have meetings or it's going to be bulldozer time. This is my three wins that I'm working on for that day. This is the deep work task that I want to accomplish for my organization. So we've got the habit of deleting, the habit of doing, but we also have the habit of delegation. Talk to me a little more about what that means. To delegate something, one of the things you've got to ask is, is this thing something that I need other people to work with me on? If I can do the thing by myself, it's all I need is my bulldozer. If I need somebody else, then we need to schedule a time to talk through the entirety of the project. So in that, you're going to have one of two different types of time. So you're going to have breakdown time or you're going to have brainstorm time. Breakdown time is where I break down the complexity of the project into bite-sized pieces that I can do and other people can do. And then I assign who's the best person to do this thing. Brainstorm time you answer the question, is this the best idea? Mm-hmm. And is this the best strategy? Managers need to learn how to give back challenges and problems to their team member. A team right. member comes and says, hey, this is broke. I need help. A bad manager says, let me go fix that for you. A good manager says, okay, great. Bring me three options and I'll, and I'll choose which one we can do. So delegation really consists of brainstorming the best idea and the best strategy to accomplish the idea and breakdown, which is Mm -hmm. simplifying the complexity into bite-sized pieces and coming up with overarching strategies that are good for the whole team, collaboration Mm -hmm. for the whole team. If you don't do those two things, if it's a bigger task than you can do by yourself and you don't brainstorm and you don't break down it is going to steal all of your energy. Uh, and you, when somebody says, how are you doing? You're going to say, I'm busy. Yeah. If you do those things, if you brainstorm well, if you break down well, you're going to have more energy and you're going to break stuff down and you're going to do it when you can do it. I remember a day, probably 20 years ago, I remember sitting there and I had literally had stacks of papers and stuff on my desk and I had post-it notes and I had stuff and it was just like the overwhelm was visible. And I'll tell you what, Joshua, here's the thing. When I began to take all of that stuff, put it into what, what essentially was a giant inbox and began to go through that one at a time and basically... Is this something to delete? Is this something to do? Is this something to delegate? All right, I've got that. And began to make lists and began to to, to simplify this complex ball of mess that was my office. And at the time, it was a literal mess. That all of a sudden changed everything. And the more I got clarity on all of those things, the more energy I got to do the next thing and then the next thing and then the next thing. And pretty soon that 
pile of stuff was now something that, okay, I know what this is. If there's anybody listening to this and you are absolutely stressed out and your common answer to how are you doing is I'm busy and your energy level is crazy low and all of the new tasks feel abusive and challenging and difficult, here's what you do. Gather all of the stuff that's in your head and spit it out on a sheet of paper. Gather all the stuff that's in your inbox. Gather all the stuff that's anywhere else in your life on loose sheets of paper and put them in one big pile. Yeah. Go down that pile from top to bottom. Yeah. Everything that needs to be deleted, delete it. If it is something that needs to be done and it's a busy work task, make a pile of busy work stuff that you can just do whenever you have time. Yeah. If it's bulldozer task, make a pile of this is stuff that you need to do that requires some heavy lifting undistracted. If you can't do it by yourself, you make a list of this is stuff that needs a brainstorm or this is stuff that needs a breakdown. And if you do that, your energy will begin coming back. I mean, that is that is really good time management. Yeah. There's no way that I would be able to love my job or the ministry work that I that I do, or accomplish a fraction of what we've been able to accomplish with small organizations. If we if we as at GrowAbility and at the different nonprofits that we run, we weren't good at deleting, mm-hmm. good at doing, and good at delegating. And if you are listening to this podcast or this live lunch and learn and would like to have some help with this, give Joshua and I a call. Check us out at growability.com contact us. We would love to talk to you about coaching you through that because this is something that when the overwhelm is so huge, sometimes you just need a friend who's not going to judge you. We've been there. Totally been there and we'll help you walk out of it. So growability.com. I think that's a good place to also say that we want all of our listeners to remember uh, that you're doing better than you think. And you have much more potential than you know. And we thank everyone who's listening today for growing with GrowAbility on this podcast. We'll see you next week. See you next week. Thank you for listening to the GrowAbility podcast. The mission of GrowAbility is to equip leaders to flourish in their life and work by developing vision, rhythm, and community. To discover more ways to flourish in your life and work, visit GrowAbility.com and speak with a certified GrowAbility coach. Bernie and Joshua are also available for speaking engagements, workshops, and conferences. Subscribing to this podcast helps GrowAbility equip leaders throughout the world, and we appreciate your support. Please consider sponsoring an episode or sharing with a friend.